0: to track touchdowns and trays with Steve and DK, the podcast with everything from football to NASCAR and everything in between. Are you ready? Let's get started. Here are Steve and DK.
1: DK, Steve.
0: It's another uh, Monday morning, time to wrap up a busy weekend in the sports universe. Yes.
1: Um, Just a side note, because I don't know if we've shared this. We do have a Facebook page, um, and we would like to hear from y'all. Just, you know, uh, we've been sticking mainly to college football, uh, pro football, and NASCAR. But if there's something else you want us to talk about, you got any comments, maybe you... Want to come on and talk with us? You know
0: the the National Basketball Association will be firing up this weekend, this yes. week. So that's gonna that's going to uh, push its way into the conversation a little more than it has been. Okay, where uh, where do you want to start? Um, okay, I wanna I wanna start uh, with something that we actually haven't really touched on very much. Okay, is I I. I am from a city that has four professional sports teams, of which I'm very proud to be from a city that has four professional sports teams.
1: And, and just for the ones of us that don't know, what, what city are you from? Uh, I'm
0: talking about Minneapolis, Minnesota, home of the, the Minnesota Twins, who stunk the joint out this year. So I, I ducked out of baseball pretty early. <laughs> I mean, like really early, like in May. <laughs> But the, the baseball playoffs have been wonderful this year. There's been drama. There's been walk-offs. There's been late-inning heroics. There's been people that I've never heard of who came in and pitched seven innings of shutout ball. So if you are a baseball fan and have, have not been following the baseball playoffs because your team's not involved, it's good entertainment. So that's, that's my plug for the Major League Baseball playoffs. And I'll gracefully step aside for you to introduce a new topic.
1: <laughs> well, no, I'm good. I just, you know, I, I didn't know where you wanted to start. You know, you, you, you said you were from, uh-huh. you know, so.
0: And um, last last night, Eddie Rosario, former Minnesota twin, uh, came up with the big hit in the bottom of the ninth inning, which is what every kid who plays wiffle ball in his yard does in his head when he's eight years old.
1: Okay. Um, should we start with college football? Well,
0: um. Did you did you see anything that stood out this weekend?
1: OU started uh started um
0: Yeah. Oh that would be the Ohio University Bobcats?
1: Oklahoma Sooners started. The, um
0: Are are they good this year?
1: Yes. Um they, they now? drew a blank. Who who they? Uh. They
0: played Caleb Williams against Thank the you. Texas Thank Christian you. University Horned Frogs. Thank you.
1: That's who I was trying to think of. I drew a blank there for a minute. Um, was that that? To me, that was no surprise. What, uh, the,
0: the the start wasn't a surprise. The the as the results being as positive as they were was a little bit of a surprise to me. I I expected better than we've been getting. But I didn't expect as dang good as we got.
1: But did you? Were you surprised they started him, or did you no. think Spencer was gonna? No, I don't think okay. there
0: was. A, I mean, here's the deal: he got he he helped get the Sooners down 21 points against Texas. Caleb Williams helped them win the game. Yes, so
1: he was 18 for 23, 295 yards, four TDs. Um, he also ran, carried the ball nine times, 66 yards.
0: Yeah he was he was great he was and and here's the thing that that also happened is a bunch of passes that didn't count. He probably had three or four pass interference penalties that generated first downs for his team uh
1: I guess the one thing that stood out, and we were talking about this before we started was l s u um is losing. I guess the, he is taking some time off from coaching, I guess, is, is what they're, you know, what they're reporting. That he's yeah. You know, they agreed to a separation, so it's not necessarily mm-hmm. that he's being let go for any certain reason or anything. He just, maybe he's like Bob Stoops and just wants to step away for a while. So what what's your, you know...
0: Oh. Okay, as, as somebody who in the real world works as, as a marriage professional, almost nobody just gets separated to sort things out. Ed, Ed Ogeron is getting fired, but because he won a national championship two seasons ago, it puts egg on the face of the LSU administration to fire him. So they have agreed to part ways, and uh, there is an opening out in Southern California that might find Ed Ogeron unretired in short order unless they decide to go after the, the very successful and highly toxic Urban Meyer. <laughs> um,
1: I guess the one game that stood out to me was Iowa following to Purdue 24-7, the number two team falling. Two.
0: Last week we had the number one team in the country Roll Tide <laughs> fall to an unranked AM squad and this week we had the number two team, the Iowa Hawkeyes, uh falling to an unranked Purdue squad. And and here's the thing is um meanwhile if you went down to Athens, Georgia, you saw the number 11 team in the country taken out behind the woodshed. I think that what the last couple of weeks have shown us is there's Georgia and then there's a second tier that has Alabama and OU and some other teams. And then there's everybody else. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure anybody has, has the guns offensively to trade punches with the Georgia Bulldogs.
1: Um, and it look like Oklahoma State, and I did watch some of that game, you know, just got past Texas. Um to me, barely. I mean thirty two twenty four, but On the Road. On though. the road, second Texas loss, in the, on, you on, know.
0: On the road against a ranked team.
1: Right. Um, so let I, I kinda wanted to go down the road. Let's go down the road to to the to Oklahoma Bedlam. Oh, okay. Um, do we see both teams undefeated when we go into Bedlam? Let's no. look at let's look at Oklahoma. Uh, let's see. So they have Kansas. They have
0: they have, they have basically a, a little vacation here in the middle right. of the season.
1: They have. Uh, they're at Kansas. When? Um, let's see.
0: They're at Tech.
1: They're at Tech.
0: Or they're at Kansas, home against Tech. I think.
1: Yeah, they're home. They're home at Tech. They're at Baylor.
0: That's where things get dicey. They play at Baylor, and then they play against Iowa State, State, and right. then they play the the Cowboys.
1: Right. So you're you're thinking a loss at Baylor?
0: I'm thinking I'm thinking a loss in either Baylor or Iowa State. Iowa State has a has had sneaky success against the Sooners the last uh, couple years. Uh, the the Campbell regime has been very kind to the Cyclones.
1: Okay, so let's look at Oklahoma State now. Um, they're at Iowa State.
0: I Iowa State's going to have a lot to say about who plays in the Big 12 championship game.
1: Okay. Is that a win for Oklahoma State?
0: Are, are they in Stillwater? Or are they, uh, it's at Iowa State. I think that's a loss for the Cowboys. Okay. Because here's, here's the deal. The thing that the Cowboys do, and, and this has been a... a adage in football for years running and defense travels mm-hmm. and they have a great runner in jalen warren they have they have a legit defense this is not just good for the big 12 defense this is good anywhere defense but the cyclones have the same thing they have uh breeze hall who was the best runner in the big 12 last year and they have a, a good defense so you got a good running team and a good defensive team with a quarterback who makes some shaky decisions on the road versus a good running team with a good defense and a quarterback who makes some shaky decisions at home. And home is worth about three points, so I got the Cyclones by three.
1: Okay, and then they're at home versus Kansas.
0: That's by win by a whole bunch. Uh,
1: then they go and play West Virginia. Now, considering that's that... That's a win. You think so?
0: Oh, yeah. West Virginia... West Virginia was made competitive by an uninspired OU team. Okay. I don't think they're great. Okay, they're good. They're
1: not. Uh, good. And then uh, TCU, that's at home.
0: They should win if they're at home for that game.
1: And then they're at Texas Tech.
0: They should win that too. And then Oklahoma. Yeah, so they've. I'm telling you, Iowa State, Iowa State is going to be the 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 kingmaker in this conference.
1: Because if you look at, so let's look at the, um, let's look at the rankings. Um, okay, so top 20, um, you know, Baylor and Auburn. Well,
0: uh, and and good for Baylor. They, they beat a, a solid BYU team and have earned their way into the top 20.
1: So 18 uh, North Carolina State and then 17 Texas A&M both of them move up 4.
0: Yeah, I'm um, I don't to be honest uh I don't know anything about the Wolfpack. Okay. I know they're in the ACC and that's about it.
1: Okay. Um Wake Forest is at 16.
0: Are they they're still undefeated. Aren't they are they? still undefeated. They're six and zero. Okay, so they're in a Power Five conference. They're undefeated. They must have one of these magical schedules where they're not playing, you know, Clemson or any of the really good teams till the end of the season, because uh, the last time Demon Deacon football was relevant was probably five years ago.
1: Okay, so Wake Forest. Um, let's see. So they have Army they're at army. They're at home versus Duke. They're at North Carolina. They're home against against North Carolina State. Then they go then their last two road games are Clemson and Boston College.
0: Well, here's the deal. Uh, like I said, I don't know much about North Carolina State other than they're ranked. I know North Carolina has a Sunday quarterback in Sam Howell. So I don't see any way that Wake Forest gets through North Carolina, North Carolina State, and Clemson. The question is whether they have one loss or whether they have three.
1: All right. Uh, The team I've been watching, Coastal Carolina, they're up to 14 now. They're still undefeated. Um, I don't – they may crack the top ten, but – Yeah you know it's
0: it's like uh ucf was a few years ago when they went undefeated they got to play in like the sugar bowl right. or something like that so they'll get to play on a prestigious new year's day bowl game but they won't be invited to the playoff
1: uh so one that sticks out here number 11 iowa they fall uh nine points nine spots
0: As, that's a tough tough loss right there uh, and and they were they were Best, second best team on the field all right. all game long. I watched most of that. Yeah. So
1: if you look at the top ten now, you you got uh, Oregon at ten,
0: who who barely won. They've had two really shaky wins, and a loss since they beat Ohio State.
1: Um. Let's see, we got Michigan State at nine. Who,
0: Michigan State? Um. They're a good team. And but they, they struggled with a, a sub substandard Indiana team. It was it was ugly, but it was a W. <laughs> uh,
1: okay, so we have Oklahoma State now at eight. They moved up four. Um, Sounds about right. Penn State at seven.
0: Sounds about right. Michigan at six. Michigan is an undefeated team, and I'm not sure how good they are. Um, but I mean, they, they're a, a school that consistently gets, you know, three, four and the occasional five-star recruit. So they have talent. I just don't know how much talent they
1: have. Okay. Um, let's see. Alabama's at four.
0: Best one loss team in the country.
1: Oklahoma's at three.
0: Worst undefeated. Well, not worst <laughs> undefeated team in the top
1: three uh cincinnati now is at two
0: cincinnati put the beat down on ucf saturday and desmond ritter says I, all these people who are thinking that caleb williams is going to make this big late heisman trophy run uh let me just tell you desmond ritter's been doing this for two years if if there's a heisman front runner." I don't think it's Caleb Williams. I don't think it's Matt Corral down in, in Mississippi. I think it is Desmond Ritter.
1: Okay, and then uh, according to the AP Top 25, of course, number one is Georgia. Now, if you look at the coaches poll, this is interesting. They have the top five. They have Ohio State, Alabama, Cincinnati, Oklahoma, and then Georgia,
0: according to the coaches poll. You know, that's just silly. So Okay, that's just silly. Ohio State is a good team. They're probably the second or third best one loss team, but they're not the best team in the country. They don't even have they don't even have the Listen to this Ohio State Buckeye fans. You don't even have the best quarterback in the state of Ohio. Okay? He'll be gr- he'll be great in 2 years when he's a, a redshirt junior, but he's not even the best quarterback in the state of Ohio.
1: Okay? All right, moving right along. Uh wh- where do you want to go? What what?
0: Um let's let's talk let's talk a little little NFL. Okay. Here. All right. Um every year the 1973 Miami Dolphins once the last undefeated team in the NFL loses will get together and pop some champagne because they'll get to be spend one more year as the only undefeated team through the regular season. Mm-hmm. We are down to one undefeated NFL team. And that would be Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals. And I watched them yesterday play without their t- two of their three best defensive linemen uh, with both of their running backs banged up and they kicked around the Cleveland Browns like a soccer ball.
1: (laughs) Took them to the woodshed, huh?
0: It was not pretty.
1: Okay, so let's look at Arizona's um, remaining schedule. Um, Let's see. So they're home against Houston. That's a big W. Home against Green Bay.
0: That is going to be a tough game, but they can win.
1: That would be a... That'll be a Thursday night game. Yeah, I figured
0: Bay. that would be prime time for sure. Uh,
1: then they go to San Francisco.
0: That'll be a tough game. They're home. They, they barely beat the Niners in the desert last weekend, uh, or a week ago Sunday.
1: Then they're home against Carolina.
0: That's a W. If my Vikings can beat Carolina, the Arizona Cardinals certainly can.
1: And then they go to Seattle.
0: That that's tough in Seattle. Um, they should have Russell Wilson back under center at that point, which always makes the Seahawks tough.
1: Okay, then Week 12, they'll have a bye week. I, uh, think, they, I think they dominate Week 12. Yeah, um, I, yeah. Then they go to Chicago.
0: Which should be a win.
1: They're home against Los Angeles.
0: Which, which one, the Rams or the Chargers?
1: It just says, I'm going to say it's...
0: Probably the Rams because they're in the same division.
1: Yeah, the Rams. You're right, the Rams.
0: That will be tough. Uh, That's why it's so hard to go a whole season undefeated in the NFL. uh,
1: Then they uh, go to Detroit.
0: That's an easy win.
1: Then they're home against Indianapolis. That's a win. That's actually a Christmas night game.
0: Well, I should be done opening presents, and I'll be digesting some some good grub, so that'll be a good time for a football game.
1: Uh, And then... They will play at Dallas.
0: Mm, interesting. Dallas. Dallas is a great story. Dallas was a one side has been a one sided football team for three seasons. Mm-hmm. They've been all offense, no defense. And this year they're playing. Uh, they're playing both sides of the ball. They're five and one now, which is pretty dang good. And they play in the the flaming dumpster fire division known as the NFC East <laughs> with a horrible Washington football team, a horrible New York Giants team and an, and a, a barely average Philadelphia Eagles team. If they don't win that division by three or four games, then shame on them.
1: And uh, the Cowboys actually play your Vikings Halloween night.
0: Yeah. That'll be a scary night for <laughs> Vikings fans everywhere.
1: Um, now I guess the uh, Steelers and um played last night, and um, you were telling me of a pretty... um, A
0: gruesome injury. Uh, Dwayne Taylor, uh, linebacker, went in to hit the running back just as his teammate, uh, 330-pound nose tackle, was coming the other way, and he took a knee to the head that bent his head Mm. way back, and it was a full-speed collision, and, and they had... The players in, in prayer formation on both sidelines, they had the card out. We did not get the thumbs up as he was being carted out, so that's, that's never a good sign. Never good. And it was, I mean, it was a great game, but that really uh, changed the mood of the game, and it, it wound up with uh, Geno Smith driving Seattle down for a last second field goal to tie it and send it into overtime but then in the overtime the same hero fumbled the ball and gave gave the Steelers a chip shot for the win but it was it was a great great football game especially if you love old school football with running and defense there was plenty of that on display
1: All right and since it is Monday Bills and Titans tonight
0: uh here's the deal you got one team that loves to pass and you got one team that loves to run and and here's the thing is i think it's a lot easier to score points throwing the ball and i only need about 64 points from josh allen to win in my fantasy football league so i'm i'm wanting the buffalo bills to run it up as many points as they can possibly score
1: okay um any more notes on pro football before we move on
0: um i think that it's it's an interesting year in that you've seen teams that have been really good like the Kansas City Chiefs not having the same sort of dominance um, you're, you're you've got teams like the Chargers stepping up um, which is is great. I'm I'm curious to see how things shake out once we get rolling a little deeper into the season and the injury bug starts biting some some teams. Uh, depth is underrated when it comes to the NFL outside of the quarterback position. So um, I'm I want to see some some new new teams emerging, but if you. I mean, the Cardinals are, are a perfect example of that. Is The Cardinals are a, are a new team. The Chargers are a new team. Uh, looks like the Chiefs are a team in decline. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: oh, what's up with the Chiefs here?
0: Uh, Pat- Patrick Mahomes is still trying to make plays that nobody else in the world can make. And the difference is, instead of making them, they're being intercepted or dropped on third and eight. And and it's the 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 clutch miracle play just hasn't been there for the Chiefs, and their defense is horrible, which puts pressure on the offense to score every time they have it, and they have one of the most significant early season injuries in Claude edwards hilaire So,
1: okay, moving right along to probably one of my um, you know favorite sports here. Would be um NASCAR.
0: Texas Motor Speedway this past week
1: uh, biggest wreck they've ever had
0: yep and early and early um. and in you know it's funny because we we go to like Talladega, and we expect there to be giant wrecks, mm-hmm. and we expect there to finish the race with like eleven guys on the lead lap. But we don't expect that in Texas because Texas is known for long, you know, long runs. Right. And this this was just, I don't know if it was the wind or if it was just a bad decision on Bubba Wallace's part. Mm-hmm. You know, Bubba Wallace, NASCAR champion, <laughs> messing up the whole field almost with a giant wreck. Yes. Lap, what, was Cause it he, lap 31?
1: Because he wins a he wins a tainted, you know. A rain-shortened race? Yeah, he, he gets a tainted win. Now he's, you know, a NASCAR champ, so. And you're the NASCAR champion. Okay, anyway. uh, So, running around about, we got Kansas this weekend. Okay. Um, let's look at the bubble. Yeah. So, uh, sitting at number eight, Joey Logano. Um, blew an engine.
0: Blew an engine still.
1: Yeah. In, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Martin Truex Jr. is at seven. Um, he wrecked. Hardened to the wall. Um, Kozlowski is sixth. Who didn't wreck? Uh, Chase Elliott's five. He had to start the back.
0: Yeah, but he raced great. He, um, he, so, had, he had a great race. So those
1: four are on the bubble, and they've got till Halloween, Martinsville, to get something done. they got two races left. they got to yeah. get something done. Um, Kyle Busch. He's good.
0: How? What's What's the gap between four and five?
1: Uh. Okay. So five. You're looking at four thousand fifty five points minus eight.
0: Minus eight. That's that's. All Kyle Busch has to do is run top ten, and he should uh, be able to stay. Kyle Busch is at
1: plus eight. Mm -hmm. Denny Hamlin's at number three with plus nine. Who Uh,
0: Who also ran into all sorts of difficulties uh, on Sunday?
1: Ryan Blaney. Sitting at number two, who would have thought Ryan Blaney? You
0: you wouldn't even thought he was going to be the high high man from his team. No, let alone number two going into.
1: Uh, he's at seventeen, and then Kyle Larson. I'm going to call it now. Me too, Kyle Larson. I, I, but, I, I uh, unstoppable. He's like I'm, a young Kevin Harvick, you know, like yeah. from a couple years ago. It's. Eight wins, I he, think it is now. nine. Nine
0: last yesterday was win nine. He had he had had a horrible track history at Texas, although he's great on the mile and a halfs, and he's going to go to Kansas where he'll be two hundred miles an hour and be great, and then he can just he can just uh, he can just uh, play it nice and safe in Martinsville and not worry about it and. Well,
1: he's in the round. I mean, he's he's set for the right, yeah, for and
0: the... and he's gonna he's he's gonna be great on Kansas, and he's gonna be great in Phoenix, mm-hmm. which is where you have to be great. And it just there just doesn't seem to be anybody who has the no, same speed. Harvick still hasn't won a race. What I what I want to know is, um, come come Phoenix, is is somebody going to to bump him? Because because let's Uh, okay. They've they've talked
1: to him. They've talked to him twice now. No, Um,
0: I'm talking about Larson. I'm talking about is somebody going to bump Larson because that's the only way they can beat him. He's faster than you. He's a great driver. He's always has one of the best cars on the course. If you know you can't drive past him, do you get to his quarter panel and just give him a little bump? If that's the only way you can win the championship. I know number three would. You know number three, and I, I'm going to gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm
1: gonna say this. You know, it's a championship race; it's do or die.
0: I'm, and I'm not talking about Austin Dillon number three.
1: <laughs> God,
0: know. God bless Austin Dillon. You know, when your uncle when your uncle owns a team, it's really good for job security. I'm talking about the number three, Dale Earnhardt Sr. Oh, if I it, mean, come on, the intimidator. If it, if, if it came down to the number five and the number three, racing for a championship, number three is going to make sure that number five checks that that, that retaining wall out for yes. structural integrity. Yes.
1: Because he was the intimidator. That's the way he raced. It was you, either, you know, you either race or get out of my way because mm-hmm. I'm coming through. So, so yeah, um,
0: but it is, is any of those guys in the field willing to do that? Cowbushed. 18?
1: 18. I, eight, I, here's, without here, a question.
0: Here's, here's, here's what I want to ask you as an objective fan. Okay. The best driver without a NASCAR championship is one Denny Hamlin. He had a ridiculously dominant season several years ago won eight races, and lost at Homestead to the 48, who was insane good. And is he so desperate to get his first championship that he plays a little dirty? Because he has no reputation for this. He's been wrecked by Joey Logano. He's been wrecked by Chase Briscoe. He's been wrecked by other guys. So, he's he's got a reputation as somebody who plays nice with others. Okay, so as
1: much as this hurts me to say, I don't see Martin Truex. The, the four there on the bubble, unless one of these guys wins, I don't see these four advancing. Nope. So, when we get to Phoenix, I see... Uh-oh. To me, Ryan Blaney, he's gonna play. He's probably gonna play it safe. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just wherever he winds he's, up. He's happy to be there. Right. Um,
0: he's 28 years old. He'll be there a bunch more. Years so years.
1: I'm looking at you know Larson's. Uh,
0: he's the favorite, hands down, hands down on on that track, on that style of track. He's the favorite. He's I'm going to say that it's going
1: to come down to it's going to be between Larson, Hamlin, and Bush, and I think all three of them. It's going to be like a Martinsville race. They're going to beat and bang on each other to get to the front. It's going to be because I think Hamlin's. Uh, he's had some. I mean, you. We talked about. The, you talked about the Indianapolis road course where mm-hmm. Chase Frisco
0: cut through the grass and then ran him into the wall,
1: and then said that he didn't realize he was going to get black flagged
0: because nobody knows about whether you can drive through the grass on a road course. Right. He's um, a moron. And then
1: he got taken out again yesterday by. Was it? I think Chase Briscoe.
0: Chase Briscoe hit somebody else that created a wreck that Denny in.
1: So, yes, I'm going to say Larson, Hamlin, Bush. They're they're going to be beating and banging on each other. Yeah. And would Denny Hamlin do it?
0: I, I don't Bush, think I know. So. You
1: know Bush would do it. Oh, you yeah. know Kyle Bush is going to do it. Ah. He's going he's gonna to do whatever he has to to win. But I, I'm going to call it now. I'm going to say Kyle Larson wins out the next two. Yep.
0: Yeah. I think he I think he he wins at, wins at Kansas top tens at Martinsville and wins at fees. No matter what you do
1: to the guy, you put him in the back, he comes to the front and he wins. Yeah. They changed a radiator belt last weekend. Yeah. And he still won. Yeah. You know, it's it's crazy. Um
0: and and God bless the the folks at Henrik Racing, they have made a really they have given the five fast cars every week. Mm-hmm. He's occasionally had some bad luck in oh, wow. in equipment failure, but he's had a top five car speed wise every week. I think they
1: well, even you know uh, Chase Elliott's been running good, mm-hmm. and so has um,
0: Chase Elliott's ran into some bad luck. And so has the twenty four. And keeps you know? running into the four car, which right. you know that's unfortunate when that happens. Uh huh. And so
1: has the uh, twenty four. You mm-hmm. know they've been you know forty eight Alex not. Nah. Maybe not quite so good. But mm-hmm. Those top three, they've been running really good. Um, so, do we think the uh, do we think the Kevin Harvick Chase Elliott feud is?
0: I think it's done. I think I think they don't have any reason to go after each other right now. They can't cost either each other anything. I think it it goes back. So brighter. if they
1: get if they get close enough to each other,
0: they got close yesterday they did they drove side by side for a while and and didn't didn't cheap shot each other so that's that what okay. is what leads me to think it's done
1: because you know chase did tell kevin you know have a merry off season and a happy <laughs> christmas which so, was great which will probably turn into a sweater mm-hmm. which you know with I will, maybe some blinking lights on which it. i'm sure i will probably buy just you know because you got to have an ugly sweater okay Uh, Anything else on your mind before we depart?
0: Uh, NBA season coming up. Um, I am absolutely convinced that the world champion Milwaukee Bucks will not repeat. uh, Despite the Kyrie Irving drama, I believe that the New Jersey Nets, which are fueled by two former Oklahoma City Thunder players... (laughs) Kevin Durant and James Harden, I think the Nets come out of the East. I think the Lakers come out of the West. I think you have the highest-ranked NBA Finals as far as TV viewing in the last 20 years because you've got New York and Los Angeles, and you've got three of the biggest stars for, if you count Anthony Davis, and I think it is a Brooklyn Nets NBA championship. Just so everybody knows, this is on the record before the first game is played, even with one of their best players only eligible to play in about 35 games because of COVID restrictions. So you're going to call Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn Nets NBA champions for the 21-22 season. Okay. And here's the other bold prediction for those of us with a local flavor. I am going to call that the Oklahoma City Thunder are so bad that they have the most ping-pong balls and they are awarded the number one draft pick coming up.
1: Uh, Before we go, Wreck of the Week.
0: Wreck of the Week. Um, That would be the Cleveland Browns. Let me just throw this out at you. The Cleveland Browns had their number one wide receiver Jarvis Landry – on injured injured list they had their number two wide receiver Odell Beckham go down with an injury they had their number one running back Nick Chubb on the injured list they had their number two running back Kareem Hunt carted off the field and they had their starting quarterback the Bake Mayfield partially tear his labrum even more so their five best offensive players all finished the game injured That is a wreck of
1: the week uh i don't know that i have a wreck of the week oh. honestly
0: um, oh put it put it on the 23 car dale since he's your favorite <laughs> driver oh and uh, you take out you take out 16 cars that's true i'll, that's I'll <laughs> have to go with that
1: you know the you know, because he got that he got that wonderful win there. Uh, it was you know.
0: a, I mean, it was a super speedway level wreck.
1: You know, and then he takes out how, how you know, most cars.
0: You, you want the good news? He was he was so far back in the in the starting grid that he didn't take out a lot of the leaders.
1: <laughs> That's true. That's the, true. So yeah, that that would definitely be my wreck of the week.
0: Because so. that, uh, that uh, DoorDash twenty three car. Mm-hmm you know, consistently finishes between 24 and 18 in most races, but he's like, but he'll probably,
1: he'll probably win a championship next year. So Um,
0: if he does, that makes, that makes my guy, Danny happy as owner of co-owner of the 2311. Okay.
1: All right. Well, we're going to wrap it up for this edition of tracks, touchdowns and trays. Um, have a great week.
0: And Hey, go to our Facebook page, throw us some comments, throw us some thoughts. If, if, if you poke the bear, maybe we'll poke back next week.
1: <laughs> All right. We will see you next week. Y'all have a good week.
0: Bye-bye. Bye.